Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room to the screening room uh today i am joined by a very special guest who i've been sort of talking with uh for quite a, a few months now we're back and forth online and stuff um she so star wars fans will recognize this name and the person uh welcome leilani hi there hello <laughs> nice hey. to meet you. yeah you too <laughs> so leilani um thank you so much for doing this uh Let's just jump straight into it because you've got, you are out in California, you're in LA. Um, you spent a lot of time working on all these Star Wars TV shows. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to chat to you uh, about this stuff. So actually, let's see. Um, so Leilani, how did you, let's go back to the beginning. I always kind of like to start at the beginning. How, uh, how did you get into all of this? Uh, how did it start basically? So, um, actually I've been doing like extra work and character work since, um, I was younger and then, you know, being on central casting, you know, that's the extra, uh, casting site. And, uh, I studied voice work and everything. Um, and, uh, I took acting classes and et cetera, but I really didn't take it really serious because, you know, being a little person, there's not a lot of work. And um, so it wasn't like my career. And, and so when things come up, then I just do it. So and then I'm a kid standing. I, I stand in for a couple of shows. Like right now I'm standing in for um, um, the Mayans. So the little person on the show, um, I'm her stand in. And also I stand in for kids. So that's pretty cool. But uh, four years ago, I got a call from Central Casting. And they said they I didn't have to audition or anything they just need me for fitting and i was like audition so i was like okay and then so i went for fitting and that's where it all began and um i didn't know what i was i remember our characters were a little different so first i was uh fitted for um for the head part the the creature part and so there was all these heads that they brought in from lucas films and I didn't even know it was Lucasfilms, but each of the heads were different. So they were just trying on each little person, you know, which one fits everybody. And then they'll make the rest of the costume. So I tried on different ones and because um, and all our heads are different. People don't realize um, being a little person, we're all different. There's different mm. types of us. So, you know, some of them are some of us, are our heads are a little larger. Some of our heads are uh, smaller. And so it really depends on the size. So um, each of the heads. So I tried on different ones and then I finally got one. But each head had names in it. So I recognized the names. And I was like, Orwick Davis? Really? And then yeah. I, a couple of names, you know, you know, actors that's been in the business for a while. And I was like, oh, okay. So but the code name that they named the show was totally different than at a star wars movie so so i was like yeah. i was like really like thinking maybe wizard Oz or you know a yeah. reboot or something i wasn't even thinking star wars at all and um so they finally found a head for me and then they measured my body and everything for for the bottom part 
and then I left. And um, um, so everything was totally secret because we signed NDAs and stuff. Then I got another callback, and and that callback, uh, I went in and I tried out for the other uh, for Ashi for the now Jawa, and I didn't know it was a Jawa. Like I said, it was like we were, you know, the colors were different, as you know, in season um, season one, we're off world Jawas. So I, that threw us off, all us little people that threw us off because we're, you know, we're gray. Tatooine Jawas are brown. So we didn't even think we were Jawas. The name, the character was totally different than you can, you know, the um, the uh, the code name was totally not. <laughs> oh, for the project. Yeah. yeah okay. For the project yeah. and actually the character itself. So okay. anyway, so we. I try, you know, they fitted me and, as you know, we were gray. And then, I, and, you know, I didn't know about the eyes until I got on set. And then first day of shooting, we're all cloaked up, all dressed up. And they take us, they bus us over and we go straight to the tent. So we're in this hidden tent, like two, two tents. And it's all of us are in there and we're just, you know, hanging out and everything. So we all didn't know what we were. We thought we were just like gonna be like in a dwarf movie or, or something <laughs> and so we're like okay so none of us knew until we got on set we got on set and um but we barely could see and then they put the eyes on so you could barely see so we couldn't tell what, what we were we just know there's dirt sand you name it there and um so then they started shooting and i could hear i could hear them talking you know and i could hear them bring out the baby and I was like a baby there's a baby on set and I was like oh this is cool you know <laughs> and, uh, so they bring out the baby and and then the you know and then we take a mass break so I you know taking the mass break you know you still like don't know we're all standing there in dirt and you know all these like villagers and stuff and um so they bring out the baby again and then I'm just like, I look and I'm like, is that, it's in the cradle, as you know. And then I yeah. was like, is that Yoda? That looks like Yoda, but small form, right? Baby form. Yeah. And I'm like, is that him? And I was like, oh, yeah, that looks like Yoda, you know, but baby form. And then yeah. I look around and I'm like, oh my God, there's like, you know, like droids, but they're like dirty, you know, like. Like, you know, all dusty and everything, you know, because we're on Tatooine. And um, so I see like a BB-8 character, but different color. And it, it's full of dirt. And I was just like, is that BB-8? And then I was like, that's odd, you know? But yeah. it's not orange, you know, orange and clean. And it's yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I, and then I was like, are we in Star Wars? And then <laughs> they, they let us know that, yes, you guys are on a Star Wars movie. Um, you know, but, you know, of course we signed NDAs and we can't talk about it. So we didn't even know until we were on set. <laughs> so that, that is, cool. that is incredible. Like, um, that level of secrecy, I know, obviously I know how secretive it can be, but like mm -hmm. to make those realizations while you're on set must've been so exhilarating. I can only imagine it must've been yeah. so exciting. So excited. Yes. Cause I was like, you know, I, I always, you know, as a child, you know, I had only a brother. So my brother was two years younger okay. and he, you know, back then, you know, we didn't have every, you know, we had black and white TV, you name it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had <laughs> yeah. 
play with the antenna to see the TV, the um, the rabbit ears. And um, so, you know, my 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 brother was into GI Joes. He was into Star Trek, Star Wars. You know, model planes. You name it. So, you know, and back then we had the ugliest dolls you can think of. So I wasn't into Barbies because. You know, back then our parents wouldn't buy us the expensive Barbies. They buy us the cheap dolls that had the eyes at Twilight Zone. You know, like yeah. And so yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> sorry. I wasn't into dolls. I was like, you know, I was still female stuff, but I was like not into those dolls. That's so, scary. You know, so and then my brother would want to play, you know, because he was a little younger, so he wanted to play. You know, hey, let's let's play with the the characters or let's play with the droids or let's, you know, so I was into RTD too. I was into the little droids. So my favorite things were the droids and the, the Jawas and the, you know, the Ewoks and stuff. So I would play Chewbacca and everything. I would play with them, you know? And so I was always into Star Wars. I just didn't know. And I, and in my movie I really loved was of course, Return of the Jedi, you know, and, and now it's the anniversary this year. Yeah. <laughs> <Everyone> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, so that I went to the movies and got to see that as a kid. So that thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. That was my first um that was my first uh Star Wars film in the cinema as well. Mm-hmm. I think that was my earliest uh memory of going to the cinema. Yes. And just being yeah, wowed. Me yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, that back then, you know, you had the the popcorn and all that. Yeah. You were so excited. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, um, it's interesting that that's like so cemented. You know, I, I appreciate that memories can evolve over time. Mm-hmm. I read something um, a few years ago where it said that we only remember our last memory of that thing. So it's almost like it gets diminished every time. But mm-hmm. I swear to you, I, I remember it as clear as day as if this happened just yesterday. I was in like oh, yeah. the front row and, you know, looking up at Jabba's palace and seeing yeah. all the creatures and everything. Yes. And yeah, no, I remember it so vividly. Yeah, um, just, yeah, I was that way, you know, and then, you know, it's like, and then you go to the toy store, you know, yeah. it would have, you yeah. know, and you get to go to Toys R Us or, you know, and it's like, it's sad that kids nowadays, I, I talk about it because, you know, I, I, I finally got to go into a toy store because we in in US, I don't know in UK, but in US, we don't have Toys R Us no more. And there's no physical stores. There's well now they just brought back in a Macy's, but that don't count. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. uh but the the physical store I, I I went to in Bahrain and I was just like, Wow, this is yeah. actually Toys R Us and full of aisles of Star Wars or full of yeah. aisles of legos and ride-on toys like when yeah. i was a kid and i just went to canada and i got to experience and i hear the music and i got to meet jeffrey and it's like oh my god so bringing back to star wars like yeah. you know as a kid you, you got excited you got to go to the toy store afterwards so that was yeah cool. no it's the same here unfortunately um i think it was the same worldwide i have a feeling that i think that there's one physical store left uh is that the one in Canada? Well, did you go to that recently, or you're talking yes. about? Yeah. Yes, I. So there is one in Bahrain near yeah. you, but that Bahrain in yeah. Bahrain, and I was just like, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so clean. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are so lucky in Bahrain. But then I went to the one in um, 
in uh, Canada in Windsor, and it it's like, and they still have them all through Canada. And I was oh, do just, they? Yeah, all oh, through okay. Canada still have the stores, and you know, and uh, U.S. and and uh, so Detroit and Windsor, it's only like ten minutes from each other. So to cross over, so U.S. into the border into Windsor, Canada, mm. where I had the Comic Con. It's like 10 minutes away. So a lot of people from U.S. go to that store because, you know, yeah. it's a physical store. And it was so cool because I, I got to talk to the employees and a lot of them worked there since the beginning, you know, since they were a kid. And I was like, you know, my first job was at Toys R Us. So I was like, I told them and they're like, wow. oh, my God, no way. And I was like, yeah, my first job was there. And they're like, yeah, we've been here since. 19 blah blah you know and I was like, wow that's crazy <laughs> that is incredible isn't it that's yes. commitment that's what that yes. is yes yes oh my gosh um so Lilani um it's interesting you were talking about uh if you don't mind I'd like to delve yes. a little bit deeper into you mentioned like a lot of the work that you're doing before Star Wars was uh -huh. um I mean what kind of stuff was that that, that was so standing I, in and yes i did stand in work um yeah. you know you know when you first start in acting you you do um you you know you be an extra so yeah. i i signed up in for central casting in us it's called central casting and you do extra work so i did extra work you know to get your side card you had to do you know yeah. you get three vouchers and then you can become union so yeah. Um, I always had my union card since I was a kid, but um, I'm a stand-in, so I'm a kid stand-in. So being a little person, you know, we stand in for kids, as kid actors. Yeah. And because the kid actors have to go learn lines or they have to go to school, they have to meet certain requirements. Yeah. So, but the, they still need to film. So in between time, we're the second team where we're able to place, they're able to place us where the actor has to be everywhere and we can work longer hours where they can't. So they use yeah. us to do all that. Cause like, I think they only could be on set for so long and yeah. they have to go to school and then they come back and, and yeah. then they do it. Then they have to go back and go do um, other stuff. Right. So yeah. while they're doing all that besides hair, makeup and all that, we're the ones that stand in. So the, the uh, camera guys can do what they need to do and the directors. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I was on a gig recently and um, one of the extras, she was actually a teacher mm -hmm. um, and she'd sort of stepped back from it a little bit from the teaching, but she used to do that on set uh -huh. as well. So she went from being, um, I suppose, what do we call it? I guess infant school, which in the US would be not kindergarten, but I guess a year or two after that. And she basically oh. used to handle all the children. So there, there was um Oh, elementary or right, elementary school? Uh, on, yeah, I guess yeah. So elementary school kids. Um I guess oh, how yes. old were they? Like sort of six, seven, maybe eight. Oh yeah, elementary. Yeah. yeah. And uh so she used to be on set and she would be the one teaching the kids whilst you oh. had the oh gosh, what would they call them? Not a handler, but uh basically the person who's tasked with looking after the kids. So they, they basically got two adults. Any group of kids would have two adults. It'd be the one who'd be ushering oh. them off to, to sell. Oh, yeah, it's the PA. A part, the it's PA. A PA. Okay. The PA. Okay. Like, 
basically it's personal assistant. Yeah. So EPA does all the work and they check us in, they do all that. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really fascinating. Um, that world and like, you know, yeah, it's interesting to hear you talk about ha having to do the stand in and stuff. So when you are doing that and bearing in mind, the kids are not on set for that long, how much interaction do you get with the children or is not, is it not really required do you think for the work you've got um, to do? Not really. Oh, well, cause we, so sometimes we run their lines. So when they come back, okay. then we just yeah. tell them where exactly they need to be. So if, they move their tape then we just tell them we you have to be right here so or if they change the line or something we just let them know okay so when you start with the after you have to do this and this and you know if there's changes of course we will tell them but other yeah. than that you know basically they're using us where to place us and stuff yeah and to line. Most don't uh the kids unless they have a lot of lines and they have a lot of lines then of course we're telling them okay this got changed and this movement got changed now you're over here then you move over here you know yeah. so it, it's actually really easy <laughs> doing stand in for, for kid it's very easy uh, yeah. the adults is different because like the adult actors you know because they do more stuff but the kids it's pretty easy the ones that I've done. <laughs> yeah, maybe you got lucky, but you know, I, I don't want to sort of. Um, I mean, it, it from what you're describing, it actually sounds a lot more involved. I didn't think that you're almost having to sort of direct. You're almost taking that role, and it's almost like I appreciate it's like a sort of handover process, maybe. But the fact that you're sort of, you know, briefing them on all this stuff as well you know it's a little bit more than just standing there and you, you do the stand in and they, you know you're moving the camera positions and you know they're using you, your body to do all that and um you know they're fitting the lighting and everything but it's it's pretty easy because um you just have to know what they're saying whatever the the cameraman's telling you or the director made some changes and you're listening and you're taking notes so so if if there's a lot to do, then you just let them know. So then that way they're not standing there and doing the, you know. But usually the producers are pretty good, and they're already got that. If, especially if it's a, a actor that's been doing it for so long, on you know, it's one of the main actors. If it's one of the main actors, usually the uh, director will tell them this is what we did. We made changes, whatever. So then I don't have to do nothing. But if it's a a, a kid that's only comes for a day. Then it's a little different than then you know something and then i'll tell them hey this is what it did or whatever but it's it's really easy <laughs> <laughs> and, and and quite a, a a departure i suppose doing the cfx stuff is a bit is quite a departure from that because now you're you're getting onto star wars um mm -hmm. you're playing you're also actually cast credited so these are these are yeah. you know there's important parts it's not just sort of um i mean i think I get the impression from a lot of people. Some some people say to me, you know, that oh, CFX is just like sort of background work, and I'm like, well, actually, no. It's a, it's a specialism. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot more involved. You're not necessarily just going to have um, an extra who's going to walk from point A to point B, yes. you know, and you might be creating scenes. Um, so tell me, how did the how did when once you okay so you're now you're on Star Wars you're firmly in there we're just going to ring back around to to um you know uh that Mando right so you're you've done Mandalorian 
Um, now you know you're in Star Wars and you're firmly a part of that family now. Um, you're being called back. So how did your later experiences differ from that first one where you're kind of like, you have no idea what's going on. Um, now what, Now you're in it. Yeah. You're in it, it proper. It's It's great because it's now the same team. So I actually really lucky that, you know, cause they, there was a whole bunch of us and now there's, you know, they narrowed it down. So I'm pretty lucky, knock on wood, that I can call back. And it's, it's the same team I've been with, uh, John and Dave, um, uh, John Babaro and Dave Filoni, you know, it's their production. So they called me back for, of course, Mandel 2 and they cast credited me. They gave me parts, um, and then, uh, for, and then I did different things. You know, I was a villager for, for Carl Weathers first, uh, directing, um, episode. I did that, which was awesome. And then, um, I got called back, of course, for Book of Boba Fett. And I had the, that's our first, um, Peli scene with, uh, Peli and Mando. And so I play a big role. I didn't know it was a big role until then. So I'm now yeah. pretty big. That's, you know, continues the continue of me with Pelly. So, which is awesome. It's just me, Pelly and Mando. And I'm the one that brings her, her the part for Mando. Yeah. So I've, I've really been lucky because for, for uh, Book of Boba Fett was the return of Mando, which everybody wanted. You know, everybody's been waiting for another Mandalorian. And when yeah. Book of Bell that came on, they weren't expecting it because first it was the first chapter, you know, we were in it. And then, you know, it's all about, Book of, about, about Boba Fett. They're telling the story about Boba Fett. And so, you know, and then they're like, oh, when is Mando coming? You know, and they weren't yeah. expecting it, you know, because it's all about Fett. And, yeah. um, then it's the return of Mando chapter five. And we're like, Oh my God, you know, and I, you know, so it was awesome to yeah. play that role, you know, and um, the one that directed it was Bryce Howard. And, you know, I'm such a huge fan of her because, you know, her, her dad, you know, Ron Howard, yeah. you know, besides being a huge producer, you know, I watched all his TV shows, you know, he was, in a lot of TV shows that I grew up, you know, Happy Days, you name it, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, no way, <laughs> you know, and, um, but she, she's the greatest person. I love working with her. I had a great time. She's taught me a lot and, uh, you know, and we did it and we're like really close now and, and um, Rick Rumpelli is awesome. She's, she's hilarious. I'm a huge fan of hers because, you know, I like old TV shows. Yeah. She's a comedian. And yeah. I just, I just love her shows. You know, she's that Saturday Night Live girl that yeah. you just love watching because she's always got that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and she makes you laugh. And she, she does this on set with me. And, and uh, with Book of Boba Fett, we were introduced being furry. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time were introduced as furry and we had like gorilla fingers everything and so they had to prep me it was me and my daughter ariel 
and uh, they had to prep us, you know, so they had to, you know, brush the fur, everything, you know, before putting it on, before we get on set. And so they're taking care of us, right? So it looked like they were pampering us. And so she was learning her lines and she comes by, what is this? Jawa's fur? A spa? I can't believe this. <laughs> get a manicure and a pedicure yeah. you know? so her jokes are just so much so she had me ariel bryce How howard uh um, uh uh mando you know the the person in the costume is um uh, john wayne's grandson which is um is a brendan wayne and he was just laughing. She had he, she had us rolling because of the way she was talking to us. Yeah. Like, oh my god! He's like, oh, you need Jawa Jawa pedicures? What the heck? <laughs> Can I get yeah. some? Yeah, Amy Sedaris <laughs> is um yeah she's very funny. I've got to admit I wasn't particularly familiar with her work, but then um in fact I didn't even recognize her at first when I saw her oh, in yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, you know it was like they. They'd made her out to look like, um, oh, and the actress's name's escaping me. But do you remember the TV show Taxi? Yes, yes, yes. Lloyd and, yeah, yes. Yeah, so they didn't, they made her look like, um, and and uh, she was in Cheers as well. What's the actress's yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of that. They did, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and, she, of... and, and that actress is now in Star Wars as well, doing voiceover. She was yeah. uh, in Bad Batch. Yes, so it's, yes. everything's kind of, yeah, circular. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like... So she is just, I, I, I'm blessed and really, you know, you know, just being on Star Wars, but just working with the people I'm working, you know, Tim, Tim, yeah. you know, I worked with Tim, you know, that's, that's huge. I, you know, you know, John Wayne's grandson, you know, you know, you all know, starting to know more about who's in the costume and, you know, John Wayne, you know, my, my mom watched all the the John Wayne you know shows you know like so I yeah. had it on TV and I'm like oh my god you're John Wayne's grandson and I was like freaked out when I met him you know Mando one you know I'm like ah. I did not know that Brendan Wayne is John Wayne's grandson yes it's John Wayne's oh. grandson and me and oh. him are really close you should interview him me and him are really really close and. I, yeah, you know, you know, um, love Pedro, everybody, but you know, I I get to see the behind the scenes and and I get to work closely with you know the actor and uh, the actors that play the parts, and so I'm really close to Brendan, and it's like, and he's so funny, and like uh, we'll text each other. Sometimes we'll do interviews back to back, and we'll be like, it, it, he's just great, and. And it's like, oh my god! And he's he's got that. He gives that Western look. If you notice, that's why with the rifle and everything. So they kind of put, I think they kind of put that Western vibe into Mando. Is because of Brendan, because you know John Wayne's grandson. <laughs> you know, yeah, it it does. It is very fitting, isn't it? I mean, it it started out, you know, back in the day, Lucas made this sort of weird pseudo western sort of thing you mm -hmm. had han solo as this cool gunslinger mm -hmm. and now you've actually got you know very literal references to western yeah. films and and you've got john wayne's grandson that's incredible i didn't oh god i feel yeah. very foolish now that i did not oh, really no, know yeah if you ever interview him you'll just love interviewing him you oh know. i would love to talk to him yeah so you know i worked with 
you know, big actors like that. And yeah. that's what's great. That is awesome. I think I answered your question. <laughs> yeah. No, no, well, it, you know, sometimes the questions that I ask don't even matter. It's just like, just, yeah, let's just see where it goes. Um, it's interesting. You've mentioned, okay, so we've been talking about the guys who are in front of the camera, but you mentioned, um, you know, Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Carl Weathers, um, John Favreau, Dave Filoni. Uh, basically, how, what what can you, well, how have you felt about the individual director's house? Because you've been directed now by so many different people um, on the same, you know, on the same show. Uh, how do you find the differences, if there are even any? Because um, TV, you know, I appreciate it works very differently to features what you know what can you well yeah tell me how do you how do you feel about the different uh, directing styles and things like that i think it's great because each one has their own different styles and i think um don't quote me but i think that's why john and dave are great at what they do because they each work with different director these different directors before and so they brought them to the show so if if you see like john has worked on the marvel stuff so he's bringing in the marvel people you know people he worked with before dave's worked with people and he brought so we got like an all-star cast of um all-star directors it's not just the cast it's the directors you know deborah chow you know of course i'm so lucky um deborah chow brought me in you know she was with me in season one and um we're both chinese and we hit off you know here you know there's not and, and there's not that many asians in star world now there is but there's not that many so you get like oh you know like oh my god you know and so i was lucky you know you know she you know i'm little and there's a whole bunch of little people but i'm i'm asian and she sees me and like you know we hit it all very well and we're we're both from Canada. I was um, born in Vancouver. She's from Canada. So we're both Canadian. So every time she sees me on set, she comes over and hugs me, everything. So we, we hit it off very well. And um, uh, and we're both Chinese. So, you know, she gave me that extra because when um, the role, when she took over for Obi-Wan, you know, it was all secretive and everything. And I got a call from her. And she goes, I have something for you. I need you to read the script. You know, it was during COVID. She goes, I need you to do a um, audition, um, but don't worry. I just need you to do an audition for me, audition tape, just so us, it, us, um, us directors can see how you can do this. And then she goes, but you don't have to be, I remember her mind. You don't have to read, you know, Meryl Streep. I just need you. <laughs> So you just run the lines, have your son help you record it and send it to me. And I was like, okay. So they sent me the script. I signed the NDA. They sent me the script. And I, and like I said, I didn't know I was Tika. I didn't know I was going to be with Ewan McGregor until the day of the set. Um, I was like, okay. So I, it was the off names and I was just like reading my script and I send it to her and she goes, okay, now I need you to read it this way. And I was like, okay. So then I did. And then she goes, okay, you'll hear back from us um, soon. And I, and I was like, let's be on standby. And then I got the call. Um, okay, so Deborah needs you to come in and um, do a fitting. So I go in and I got treated differently. So I was like, normally you come in, you do fitting, and there's a whole bunch of us or whatever, you know. 
you know, and I was like, okay. So I didn't know it was going to be a job either. I get in there and there, they, they, they bring me the, the more expensive water, you name it. Want to know if I'm hungry. And I'm like, and why are you guys acting this way? You <laughs> <It was laughs> yeah. the city people. And I was like, okay. And then they're like, okay, the head costume designer is coming in to just see you. And I was like, oh, and she goes, oh, welcome, Leilani. You must be so excited. And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I was like, and I tried out my old costume, right? The jaw ass. And she's like, no, no, we're making something brand new for you. And so then that's when they start, and then I, I had the vest, and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is different, because notice Tika has a vest. So I got fitted for the vest. I got fitted for the gloves. And I think, oh, this is cool. This is different, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, okay, you hungry? You know, you good? You know? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so they're like, you must be so excited. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, so I didn't know it was a big deal. And then I kind of got it because of them. But I was like, okay, <laughs> they're like, you're going to be a big cast member. And I was like, oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I love it. It's um, it's funny, the water thing. I, I, I did an extras job a while back. And yeah, they made I went to the the bit where the crew get to drink right and there's a water cooler and it had slices of lemon in it and like the thing wasn't all crusty with lime scale and i took yeah. the water and they stopped me and they pointed me to the trough and i was like i'll be over there i'll be over. yes exactly like it was it's totally different i was like okay and then but they, they, but disney does treat everybody great so yeah. you know this Season definitely one. wasn't Disney. This wasn't Disney. <laughs> no, this is Disney. So, but I was just like, okay, and want some snacks? I'm like, snacks. I'm like, okay. So, but yes. So that was great. You know, you, I think we have five minutes. <laughs> oh, it's kind of, yeah. The countdown is on. Oh God, blasted Zoom. Um, no, that's amazing. Like, so you've you've really sort of uh, you've seen the a breadth of. Uh, the behind the scenes in terms of uh, the the experience of being uh, fitted out for costume, for heads, for, uh, you know, and all of that stuff. Um, so I'm not going to, I don't like to quiz people about what's coming up, but where do you, like, what, what do you see for yourself? Like, what, what in terms of the ambition, obviously, the um, Star Wars is still going on um, and you're, and you're killing it. Uh, you're doing so well. Um, where do you see yourself going? If, if say this ended now, where, where would you like to? Where would you like to go after all of this? Well, right now, um, before I didn't have an agent, so now I had to get an agent after season one. So I got an agent. And Absolutely. So I've been. Um, so I'm not just doing Star Wars now. I'm doing other things. You know, that's coming up that I can't talk about. But um, I have other things that are different. So I have other things I'm filming and I have another one that, um, a movie that wants to work with me. Um, producers want to work with me. So I have other things that won't be Star Wars coming. Um, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm in the future of Star Wars and something bigger. And of course, if I am, I can't talk about it, but yeah, but I hope I am in the future and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be, uh, hopefully <laughs> be, be another 
character or, or this, you know, something in the universe. But yeah, I have other things. Um, my, um, I just met with my agent yesterday or working on some stuff. So, um, but yeah, hopefully you'll see me in other things. <laughs> Amazing, Lilani. Thank you so much for um, doing this for me. It's, uh, I really appreciate it. It's been fascinating uh, talking to you. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll see you. I'll get to see you in person at some point soon. Oh, yeah. I'm sure hopefully, like, if, you know, fans want me, all you have to do is request me for any of you see your local um, um, Comic-Cons and stuff. You, yeah. you know, they have a suggestion you can suggest for me. Um, and because sometimes they don't know. So they, then yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. And then they come and get you. So hopefully yeah. I'll be in London soon. Um, yeah. I'm sure I will. Or yeah. way over somewhere near there. I will be. And yeah. uh, I look forward to meeting you in person and everybody yeah. else. And in the meantime, you guys can follow me uh, on my social media. It's um, Leilani, L-E-I-L-A-N-I-S-H-I-U. And I'm at Instagram, uh, Facebook like page, you name it, uh, TikTok and everything. But I'm yeah. more on Instagram. And then, um, and if you want to write me, um, you can put the address below and yeah. you guys can write me too. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Leilani. Oh, thank you.